Your voice is annoying. Too many hand gestures. It's weird. And when talking about taking my dog with me everywhere I go, you're gross and should check your privilege. No one should feel sorry for me. When it comes to negativity, these social media comments are child's play. Hilarious. I laughed out loud when I read them. In fact, as a person who started posting five months ago, begging for attention for my new book, I took it as a positive sign that I had enough followers to also have a troll or two. Welcome to Overthinking in Your Underwear, the show where we use our overthinking brains for self-discovery instead of total sabotage. This is Lindsay, author of Overthinking in Your Underwear, the book now available on Amazon. This week, why is outrage in? Overthinking reality TV, online hate, and Vanderpump rules. I hope you stay tuned to about the 10 minute mark where we have a fun little interview with my sister who loves reality TV as much as I do. So we have kind of a fun little gossipy chat about Bravo, um, reality TV, and of course, Vanderpump Rules. So now back to the blog. So these comments got me overthinking a larger topic that's been on my mind. How are we this mad? What's with the anger? Why does it feel so good to unleash on social media or tear someone down to make ourselves feel better? The other night, I shut my laptop and tuned into Bravo. Ah, relief. The stress of the day replaced with the tension on screen. I watched as Raquel gaslit Ariana in what has become the most epic cheating scandal in reality TV history. Meanwhile, my group chat lit up with phrases like, this bitch, who could do this to another person? She's literally evil. This bitch was me. If you haven't been following this season of Vanderpump Rules, viewers and longtime fans were gifted reality TV gold. When it comes to dishing out storylines, cheating has long been on the menu. On The Real Housewives of Miami this year, we watched a 13-year marriage end with an affair right before our eyes. The anomaly here is seeing the manipulation and lying unfold over the whole season and spread across the entire cast. We're used to this kind of conniving on Survivor, but no one should experience this level of duplicity outside of tribal council. In the early 2000s, Stephen Reese from the University of Ohio attempted to answer the same question we're asking right now. In his paper, Why People Watch Reality TV, Reese proposed the 16 basic desires theory of motivation. From vengeance to romance, reality TV titillates these desires with every insult and table flip. The draw of reality TV stems from the vicarious pull to live through our heroes or villains, stimulating these desires at a safe distance, which is why 79% of adult TV viewers report watching reality TV shows. We love the drama shows such as Vanderpump Rules or The Real Housewives provide and grab a serotonin bump without the consequences. We get mad for our favorite characters, sad, outraged, or fall in love along with them. The fact they are real people makes it more heightened than if it were a fictitious show with a cringy laugh track. Debt ceiling, inflation, layoffs, artificial intelligence, and don't mind me while I bury myself below deck for an afternoon. At the end of a long day, we want to escape it, to forget our problems and replace them with the angst of the characters on TV. Let the people on screen carry the burden while I set mine down. If our brain is chewing over other people's drama, it will will release our own for a while. Reality TV seems like an understandable and harmless pastime. I'd go as far as to say it's a useful drug to relieve stress if taken responsibly in small doses. When we continue the outrage outside the living room, we find out what what happens when people stop being polite and start getting real. I've been waiting 20 years to use that line. Right now, we aren't waiting to be entertained. 
we're waiting to be offended, and that's a dangerous place to play. Why would anyone choose to express themselves in an environment so Colosseum-level colossal? We build up our heroes only to tear them apart in the comment section. Over the last few years, we've become easily offended, primed for outrage, ready to troll. I'm guilty of it. I told you about Bravo. I love to give my opinion about, well, almost anything and how it outrages me. So lately, I started checking my outrage index. It's easy to get addicted to the drama we create through gossip and a cycle of unhealthy patterns. The rush of outrage releases pent-up emotions of anger, irritation, or frustration from our own life. But instead of going on a trip about a topic in the media, bring awareness to your own emotions. What gets you heated about someone else is an indicator of what's burning up inside you. Your outrage is a learning opportunity about your own internal life. For example, you see a story about a celebrity who cheated on his wife. You're fired up. You're mad. You're so mad your comment finger is ready to strike. Pause. What's this outrage about? Are you mad at your ex-partner? Are you upset because men have let you down in the past? Are you frustrated at work and that anger needs a place to land? Next time you feel outraged out of proportion to the event or topic at hand, stop and try to define it. Most of the time, I realize it had everything to do with me and very little to do with reality. So that's the blog um, in the let's overthink it section um, of the written blog. There's some more thinking and some advice. There's always some uh, useful links in there too. So if you want to check out the, rec the written version, go ahead and do that. And uh, without further ado, here's the conversation with my sister. Thanks so much for listening. I'm sitting here with... <laughs> You're laughing. I know. I'm sitting here with um, the biggest pumper of all pumpers, my sister, Carrie Bruno. Carrie, thank you for joining us on the pod. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. <laughs> um, so many of my sister and my conversations revolve around Vanderpump Rules or Bravo or The Real Housewives. Oh, my God. We just watched Summer House together, if I'm going to be honest. Uh, we love all things reality TV. You're making us sound like Lincoln. No, um, that's what this week's pod was about, was why do we love reality TV? What is it that you love so much about reality TV? Well, do you remember years ago when you would roast me about how much reality TV I did. Oh, my God, I did. You I'm sorry. So I'm so sorry. Like, read a book. You oh my god. Oh my god. And I was I obsessed. did wait, pause. I did go through this really obnoxious phase. Obnoxious. Where I didn't have a TV. I was one of those people that was like, uh, I don't even have a TV. I just read books. Um, yeah. I didn't even have a TV. And really secretly, I would love to come home. I, just, I think this, this was when I was living in New York. And I would secretly love to come home and just binge watch TV on my sister's TV. No, this was that was I had two. Hope, I had two, two non-TV phases. The the one both phase both was, I was a horrible poser. The first time you were judgmental and awful, and you wouldn't even let me talk to you about it. Uh -oh. It made me feel awful. You should read this book that you wrote <laughs> <laughs> about being judgmental. <laughs> about being judgmental. And I was obsessed with all things Bravo. And this is at the beginning of Bravo, where it was probably That's, just yeah. Orange County. That's when I was in Kansas City, and I also didn't have a TV. Yeah. Um, I mean, sometimes this was because I was poor, and I couldn't afford it, but I just kind of... Okay, not 
shrugged it off. This like, this is because I just, you know, TV's not cool. And really, I couldn't afford cable. And we're like, I'm going to Broadway. I'm going to go see a theater show. And I was well, like, I, did I like just to go. watch Orange County. Okay, this is not about oh, okay. how obnoxious I used to be. Oh, this okay. is about, well, well so. Well, that's part of my so reality TV journey. Back up. I then got on board, and I am as obsessed as my sister. We text about it all the time. We watch it. We're constantly sharing TikTok memes about everything that's happening, and we are always caught up on all things Bravo. So what is it that you think you love so much about it? Well, Brayden, insert husband's name. <laughs> it, Carrie's husband. Uh, when we first started dating... If we were arguing about something, he would always be like, "This is you're only doing that because of all of the housewives that you watch. And I was like, which of course is completely untrue. He thought it made you more argumentative? Or no, he thought I, you saw it on TV? He thought that, like, I loved the drama of uh, it or something. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, we worked it out in therapy. It's completely <laughs> untrue. <laughs> but I think... I, I guess I just love the juiciness of it all. Right. Do like, you do you think you... Well, I didn't mean to cut you off, but do you think it is... Because I think it's this for me. I'm overthinking in my underwear all day long, and... Oh, it's a mind fart? Yeah. It's a bit of a, like, okay, I can release now, and I can let, like, their drama take over and drop my own. Like, an escapism. Maybe. Um... Yeah, maybe. I honestly I don't have an answer for it. I just know that I have that a you true love it. addiction. True, a true addiction. Yeah, I like, mean, the kids will tell same. You. Yeah, I love it. Um, you, you, and I already know this answer, but I'll ask it. You like it more than fictionalized TV, but we love fictionalized TV. We were just talking about Fatal Attraction now on Paramount um, that we're both really into. But you enjoy it more than fictionalized yes. TV. Yes. Yeah. Vanderpump goes up against Fatal Attraction. VPR wins. Right. Right. And I don't know. I'm kind of... I can get really... I'm really into Fatal Attraction right now, and I enjoy both. I don't know if it's equally... I don't know if it's equally. So, sorry. I'm still on the fence about that. Mm. But... Bravoholic. So, let's get into the actual drama of... Let's get into the actual drama of this season. So um, if you guys didn't watch Vanderpump Rules this season, you can just stop listening now, I'll be honest. Um, But for those of you who did, you know that this season of Vanderpump brought with us, I mean, the legendary storyline of all reality TV. I mean, this is the Super Bowl for us reality TV fans. And actually, I hadn't watched Vanderpump in... I watched the first season. Like, Stassi and Jax are 22 years old. Well, I just remember you texting me, what is going yeah. on with Vanderpump? A hundred percent. And I was so excited. And you, well, you and Trisha. Trisha's my best friend. Trisha's very into all the shows, too. And she was like, are you watching Vanderpump this season? And I'm like, no, I haven't watched it in years. I'm on all the other stuff. Just give me my, like, let World me. Housewife. Yeah. I purposely avoided having the conversation with you because I knew I was going to be devastated. That I didn't know. That you didn't know and you weren't watching. Right. And then I saw all the TikToks about this this explosive thing had happened, you know, the Tom, Raquel, Ariana Triangle. 
And I said, okay, well, I've got to watch it. I've got to watch it. So I watched, so I started reading all this stuff, went back and started pro like retroactively watching all the seasons I had missed. So cut to, you know, three weeks of my life missing and then <laughs> me being caught up with all the Vanderpump drama and it was worth every second every second and now every conversation that my sister and I and Trisha and I have had since has been about it so tonight just because this is not going to post real time tonight is going to be the season finale of Vanderpump um reunion next week season finale tonight (sighs) cannot wait I'm a here's what I'm afraid of I'm afraid that we've seen everything I mean I'm happy to see it right I'm happy to see it all posted together but I'm scared that we've seen all the juiciness. I, I know. I don't care either. I mean, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see all of it pieced together in the reunion. I mean, sorry, in the season finale. But I feel like they've given away so many spoilers. Well, I heard uh, Lala on a pod last week, like, dumbfounded because the leaks on TikTok are not, have right. nothing to do with the Bravo it's from an editor she says and I love Lala Lala love you um yeah I mean it's just crazy it is so crazy to me so I mean there's not too many takes you can have about it but what's your take on the whole sitch like well I think number one it's so unbelievable that last week I told you that I thought Perhaps it was staged. And I got I got so mad. I got, got real mad, mad. Real mad. And stopped responding. I to stopped my text. responding. I said goodnight and I stopped <laughs> responding <laughs> to the text. Um, as only sisters can do. But number one, no, not that they'll ever listen to your podcast, but they're not good enough actors to be acting this out. Right. And they're all genuinely just floored. Right. Um and the my Raquel, the Raquel. well, I'll t- okay. Pause on that. My take on the reason it could not be staged is because it's such career—not career suicide. It's social suicide, whatever social, social and social media suicide for Raquel and Tom. I just don't understand why you would sign up to play that part in the scandal. I mean, I think, Ariana, great. I think we the other to two. Okay, Rachel. Sorry. Rachel and Tom, oh my God, this is the most painful thing you see anybody go through well, publicly. I just saw a TikTok today of him, that snake, singing at one of his stupid shows, and he was saying, thank you everyone, I've been on a show that's been really famous for 10 years, and this has been our best season yet. Oh my God. I wonder why. Oh, he's yeah. loving it. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Yucky. Like, he just doesn't even feel the shame. He just feels the fame. Oh, sure, but that's kind of his thing. Right. He's such a narcissist. Ugh. But back to your question, this is crazy, and I'm so glad. I hope Brandon can't hear this because he'll be horrified at the fact that we're talking about this so much. But oh, sure he will. I'm going to send him the podcast, uh-huh. though. I mean, first thing. Every time I think of her. Yeah. Knowing what we know now. Ra- Rachel. Which every time we think Rachel. How Ariana stood up for her and was so kind to her, and that Bambi-eyed bitch, right? Thank you, Lala. Right. Um, just lied to her face like so easily. Yeah, that's the crazy. It's that's almost the like craziest. She has a, 
personality di- disorder. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that makes me, it, the thought of her just makes me really uncomfortable. And honestly, the thought that there are people out there that can be so conniving that, yeah. is kind of horrifying. Yeah. Him, he's just gross. Gross. And he's cheated on her more than once. Uh-huh. He knew it years ago. Because there was a girl called Miami Girl. And Heather McDonald talked to Jax, I told you that. Uh-huh. And Jax was talking about that very thing and how just confirming it and telling the story to Heather. So, Well, and let's just say for shits and gigs that he wasn't serial cheating on her. He's a gross human. He, right. He's not kind, really. He right. wants to be the center of everything. Yeah. When it comes to her or Tom Schwartz. Right, he's very controlling of poor little Tom Schwartz. So, I'm not... I'm not surprised that he did it. I am half surprised that he did it with her. Right, in a a way that he could get so caught. Yeah. Yeah. It is surprising. And And I think that is what has fascinated so many people. Sure. By this... Scandals like if he had done it with a girl in his band, it would have been like, sure. Oh my god, we're sad, we love Ariana, Tom, you dick. But it's like watching this thing play out with the direct line to her face, sitting there talking to her about, like, Oh, how are things going with you and Tom? It's just mm. like you imagine ha- that happening to you and being so lied to. It's just, it's what, heartbreaking. What about last week when he was gaslighting the shit out of Ariana saying that? I really want our relationship, really want our relationship to, work. to work. You don't. Yeah. You're fucking my best friend. Right. I mean, and then he like put it all on her. That why don't we have sex and why don't we take mushrooms? I want to see mushrooms. I want it, I want someone to take mushrooms and watch the sunrise with. He's 40 You're years 40 old. years old. No, go to Costco and come home and watch Netflix like everybody else. Right. For God's sake. I think that's what everyone's so interested in, interested by is the gaslighting that we get to see happen in real time. Um, mm, and infuriating. it's so infuriating and like we were saying today, and then I said, save it for the, save it for <laughs> our talk. I said, stop talking. We're only going to talk <laughs> on the camera is when we saw that, um, Ariana says when, you know, when it started happening was right after my dog died. <gasps> I was done. Devastated. As super, super dog lovers in this family of our precious Precious Shia Poo, we were just like, I mean, this happened right after the dog died. Forget it. Forget what it. Is the precious? He's on my lap, of oh. course, sleeping on my lap. So one more quick reality TV thing I want to talk about before we wrap this up. And thank you so much for joining me today, <laughs> sis. Thank you for allowing me to talk like we always talk every day, all day. And I'm always like, I've got to tape this. Um, okay, New Jersey. New oh. Jersey has been... It's been pretty good, but pretty much like the same old story this season with Teresa and Melissa and Joe. And what do you think there? Like, I feel what, bad. like whose side are you on? I'm what do you the, think? On the gorgeous side. You're on Melissa and Joe. Yeah, side. I think Ter- Teresa, I've never liked her. I know this really? is a popular opinion. Yeah. Everyone's Controversial on her opinion. Side. Everyone is against Melissa. I don't understand it. Okay. I think Melissa is super authentic. Okay. I really do. You've said this to me before, and I've I been shocked. I think she's a good mom. Okay. You, you don't like Melissa Gorga? I No, it's not that I don't. I'm just not, like, a huge Melissa Gorga oh, fan. I'm a huge Melissa, Melissa Gorga fan. Okay. I think she's a great mom. I think she's true to Joe. I think this 
rumor about No, I don't believe that. I don't believe it. It's ridiculous. I think she's a great friend. I think she's tried all she can to, to make that relationship work with, with Teresa. Yes. Have you watched all of the seasons? No. Like, did I'm, you sorry, the I'm season? sorry. When I didn't have a TV, yeah. I didn't go back and watch those seasons. That's sad because they got into a <laughs> physical fight. Oh, I've seen that. Okay. Everyone's seen that. They replay it every season. And Teresa's just a, she's not a nice person. Can you silence your notifications oh, for God's sorry. sake? You're on a podcast. Um. Oh no, sorry. God. I mean, we're Unpro- blowing up, but this is un- important. Unprofesh. Um, Teresa talks about her all the time. She's made up rumors about her. She tries to start a fight with her constantly. Um, and don't get me started on that tomato-faced guy. She's married. Right. I don't yeah. like him at all. I Louis. think he is a Louis. creep. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm definitely team Melissa all day. Okay. Well, we're we'll come back to Louis in a second. Um, first of all, do they spray tan every week or I need to know that? They spray tan. You think I they think, spray tan I every think week? times a week. You think? Absolutely. I say that partly out of jealousy because there's nothing I like more than to be spray tanned because oh. I'm seven times hotter and it's so sticky. It's sticky. It smells bad, but I love it. I get it done about once a year for a wedding and I, <laughs> and I think I look I'm like so a new, I look like a New Jersey housewife. <laughs> But this is how I want to look every day of my life. No, I don't think there's any way that they're not spray tanning every other day. And I want, I want it. I no want that in that, my life. No one that tan. It's so. I just. I can't get over it every time I watch the and show. And they can't. There's no way that anyone in the world has enough time to lay out. And we're Italian, like so we right. know this. We're right. Italian. Our last name is Bruno. So yeah, they're spray tanning. They have booths in their homes. For they sure. have to have. They have for to have sure. a booth. Okay. So I wanted to know that. Um, Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not on anybody's side. It just seems like they constantly do things to hurt each other. Because Teresa, Teresa, and it's probably Teresa. It's probably Teresa. I guess I don't have a strong standpoint. I Louis, Louis seems Mm. like we're gonna learn a lot more. He seems like he's gonna be the gift that keeps on giving. Because I feel like we're going to learn a lot more yeah. in the upcoming seasons. And he's just, and this season, he's just getting into it. Like, I ju- the one I just watched this week, um, he oh, was getting. What is going to happen tonight? Ooh. They get it's a Tuesday fight, night. A fight fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was getting heated last week, yeah. and they kind of cut it at the end. So yeah. he's going to get real heated this week. So he's just now, like, I am fully invested in my New Jersey house husband persona. Mm-hmm. So I feel like. He's going to get really good, so I'm into that. Well, and I really believe Joe Gorga when he says he really wants his family, and, like, he's always like, Mom and Dad, we're such Wouldn't disappointments. Want... Oh. We're such disappointments to, to Mom, Mom and Dad, Dad. Because they're gone, and we're, we are and the they only family them. we have, Yeah, and we're doing this. And uh, Teresa's never said that. No. She doesn't care. Yeah. She. Uh, here's my other thought about her. I think she's so jealous of Melissa because Melissa's hot and... You know, with her brother for and so she's, long. Yeah. And Teresa looks like a, I don't even know what she looks like, but not Melissa. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear they're doing, um, what they're doing with the New York legacy thing? What? They're doing, like, um, one of those trips, but it's going to be, like, Ramona. Oh, I did hear that. Yeah. They're doing a girls trip for They're doing a girls trip, but just with the old cast of New York, since they replaced the cast. You know, the the new, the New York. Yeah, but New York's going to be an all-new cast. It's like, you know that, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, so New York is now New York Housewives. Oh, the next season is going to be an all new cast. No more Ramona. No, no more no, Luann. No, I knew that. All of that. I knew well, that. I'm just explaining that for our listeners, sis. Oh. And right. so now, like the the OGs, the legacy cast, they had like said they were going to have um, a legacy season too. Like also uh-huh. have like dueling seasons, but now they're just going to send them on a trip. I wish Bethany was going. I do too. Um, and I don't think Dorinda's going. She is. Oh, she is. Yeah, that's why I saw that yesterday, and I was like, she is reality TV gold. She's the best. This is going to be great. But I didn't put it together that it was all ex-New Yorkers. And for whatever reason, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's Ramona, Luann, Dorinda, uh-huh. Kelly Ben Simone. Uh-huh. And Kristen Tuckett. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was on there just a few seasons. Yeah, and I thought Tankman. The most entertaining thing about her is her... Her husband was so weird. She's a nightmare. Yeah. Um, so that should be entertaining. Yeah. When does that start? I don't know. I, I don't even think they filmed it. But I think the new cast of New York should be on soon. I don't know how I, I feel I don't know about how it. I feel about it either. I don't know how I feel about watching people I don't have any, any connection. You have no connection to uh-huh. anybody on the cast. Uh-huh. And I think people are going to be so judgy about it. Because they're going to miss the Ramonas and the Luans and uh, everybody. I wonder, there was some scandal at the beginning of it. Do you remember this? Yeah. Someone said, or did really someone fast. Okay. I think they did something like Problemat- Problematic. Somebody yeah. did something. And so that might be interesting to see how that shakes out, but. Yeah, there's nothing that, like, makes me so excited to watch it. It's hard. Well, I mean, obviously, I'm going to give it a shot because you never know. Like, right. Like, it's going to be super. Right. When Salt, when Salt Lake came out, I was like, huh? huh? And, and then now it's I'm so like, good. Yo. I wish we were following Jen in prison, right. but I mean. <laughs> Sadly, I TikTok. Her, or was it Twitter? It doesn't matter. Did you see her husband? Oh, no. He read, like, letters from her. Oh, my gosh. I were, love her husband. That were really sad oh but not like jen was just like i don't belong here i shouldn't be in jail and like all of that kind of i'm really sad blah 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 how long do you think she's gonna be there like she got well she got 15 but how long do they like maybe five she's on good behavior (laughs) she's probably fighting and in solitary because of her mouth well i don't know hopefully she's on good on her best behavior you can get out of prison is not is by not acting like Jen Shaw. Well, true. This is true. Think about it. She fights with everyone. Well, all that's season. true. Someone gets up in her biz and in the clink. Ugh. Where are the cameras? Damn that's it. true. I mean, I don't know. I, I hope know. that um, this season of Salt Lake, um, someone goes to visit her. <laughs> oh, that, they will make them, but yeah. I don't, they don't know. They'll just have to, like, go, sit in the parking lot, and then get their reaction when they come back. They can't take the cameras up oh, there. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, we could literally sit here and go through everything on TV, so we're going to have to do a part two of this in well, a couple I know, weeks. I, have I know. I know. Mean, Heather's Eye, I, that I'm not oh, going to. Oh, we can't even. Heather's Eye is a whole episode. It's a whole episode. We can't even. It, it's. Okay, this is the only thing okay, I'll say. Okay, say it. Say it. I was ride or die, Heather. I know. Ride or die. Yeah. Loved her. I know. I thought she was so funny and so, like... Real, real. real. She was so real. 
and humble. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, you're, you're fucking like, what liar. would you do? You yeah, what'd you do with that eye story? She should have never done the eye story. Jim definitely punched her in the face. Right. And I guess because their friendship is so toxic, even though she got punched, she couldn't rat her out because I think she was afraid that Jen would get more time or something. Either that or the woman had conjunctivitis from a makeup wipe remover. No. And she was playing out this long thing to have a storyline. And no one likes a fake storyline. I'm line. sorry. Have you never had conjunctivitis? Yeah, I have. No, it's I have. a tiny little pinkness, maybe. <laughs> she looked like someone hit her with a baseball. I know. Bat. Jen did it. Heather's, or Jen has something on Heather. Okay. But I just wish she would have been the Heather I've yeah, known Yeah, right. Honest Heather. That's mm-hmm. what we loved. Okay, um, hi, so Aftermath, um, my sister and I recorded that the day before the finale of Vanderpump Rules, and now it is the day after, and here to give you some of my, uh, overthinking thoughts on the finale, um, it was good, it did not disappoint, like my sister and I talked about, there was still some huge moments, um, and, and seeing it all pieced together was just like so worth it and so worth the watch. We were not let down as Vanderpump fanatics. I'll tell you that right now. Um, so yeah, just some thinking. I was so proud of Ariana. Like when she is sitting there on the couch with Tom, laying into him, I was so proud of her because I've been in that situation before with a cheating partner, a partner who really let me down. And I am not good at expressing my anger. So I have just sat there and looked at them and kind of been like, um, well, that wasn't great. And like got up and left because I'm like uncomfortable sitting there in my anger and uncomfortable unleashing on someone. And she just gave it to him, but in a really real way without name calling and like really let him have it, but told him actually what he did and how he let her down and all the ways he failed in like such an articulate way. And I was so proud of her. The other thing that has been talked a lot about on TikTok already, just seeing the reactions this morning, um, is the moment with Tom and Raquel. I mean, it was unwatchably cringy just seeing the two of them together. And I think they were uncomfortable as viewers. We were uncomfortable. It was just such a cringe moment to see them together. Tom was like curled up in this weird ball on the couch while he's talking to her. Um, They said, I love you in this super weird exchange. It was so uncomfortable but I will say this in an overthinking thought about Raquel giving her maybe more credit than she deserves I felt I think you can see how uncomfortable she is in her own skin on the camera um she just seems like someone who does not know who she is and when I'm looking at this whole thing, I put the blame on Tom. I do. Um, he is a 40-year-old man. He was the one that was committed to Ariana. I think he went after her, and she is a vulnerable person who did not know 
who she was. She was looking for identity. She was looking to attach to anything. I mean, a potato could have walked up and she would have attached to it. I think she is a lost person in her 20s. She's in her late 20s. I'll give you that. But I was a lost person in my 20s once. So I can definitely give the sympathy and the compassion to her. Um, also, the... Um, the benefit of the doubt that a lot of change could happen for her in her life. Whereas Tom, I'm sorry. I'm just like, you're 40 years old. I get that, that you could say you're going through a midlife crisis, but it feels like a lost cause to me. The whole thing feels like a lost cause, but I can, I can attach some sympathy for this very, very lost-seeming girl. Do I think Ariana and the group should turn around and give her sympathy or compassion and be her friend? No, they're not the people that need to give her that sympathy. I don't know who is, but I can understand that there is something very wrong, something very wrong happened in her life, and this was the result. Um, when... I, the other things that I, I saw, oh my gosh, the Tom was going around trying to collect allies. That is what I saw. He starts with Schwartz, obviously, weakest link, starts with Schwartz, and Schwartz kind of tries to man up. He try, kind of tries to give it to him. You know, he says, man, this is my business. I'm getting, you know, torn apart online, man. And he really can't. I think in his mind, I can just see him before that scene building up how he's going to go after him. Does not happen, right? They end up hugging. Tom ends up crying. He cries so many times in it. Probably completely fake tears, whatever. So he's starting on this, like, tour of allies. Tries with Schwartz. He, he still has Schwartz. Fine. Poor Schwartz. Um, then he goes to Lisa. He's thinking in his head, well, Lisa's always loved me. I think... Tom has such a big ego. He really thought he would have, like, there would be a Tom side and an Ariana side. I think in his mind, he thought he would have a group of people on his side and a group of people on Ariana's side. He knew there'd be the Lala's and the Katie's, but he thought there would be a whole team, a whole team Tom. Boy, was he wrong. So he goes to Lisa. He thinks she's my business partner. Lisa's always loved me. And he gets... He gets some sympathy from Lisa in terms of she just does not lay into him, I think, because he started crying. But no sympathy there. She's not like, I'm Team Tom. I get you. No. Then he goes to Sheena thinking, Sheena and I were friends for years. There was a time where she wasn't friends with the girls. She was only friends with Tom and I. Goes to Sheena and Sheena shuts him down. Also very proud of Sheena for expressing herself the way she did. Being vulnerable, shutting him down pretty fast, or what we saw was fast. Um, and he leaves, like, no allies. The only ally I have is Schwartz, as usual. What Schwartz, I think, is trying to get out of that through the whole thing, going to Ariana, trying to be like, you guys, I am not on Team Tom. It doesn't come off well. No one's buying it. Um, but, you know, the question that I... I'm sure Andy will ask at the reunion next week. When you guys listen to this, it'll be the day before the reunion. Um, I want someone to just look at them, and I think they do ask this. I think I've seen it in clips, and just say, what was your end game? I mean, when you guys were doing this all those months, how did you think this was going to play out? You actually thought it was going to go better than what is happening right now. I just, I can't imagine 
thinking it wasn't going to play out exactly how it's been playing out. I mean, absolutely cultural suicide, social suicide, breaking up the group. I mean, even as far as it's obviously James's ex-fiance, but he feels so let down by Sandoval. I mean, everyone in the group feels touched by it and feels betrayed and feels lied to and feels, I mean, even Lala, who is just tangentially attached to this, she is going to bat with with Raquel through the whole season on this whole, you're a mistress, you're a mistress. And then she obviously feels totally gaslit and manipulated by what were we sitting there fighting about when you were off here being a total... 100% mistress, the actual thing we were fighting about. It's like, Lala's not even engaged in this in this situation. She's not dating Tom. She's not Raquel's best friend, but she still somehow gets touched by it. You know, it's like everyone is, is affected by it. Everyone's offended by it. How did they actually see this thing playing out? It just baffles the mind. Um, so those are my additional overthinking thoughts on Vanderpump. Can't wait for tomorrow night. Drop a comment. Let me know what you guys are thinking. Till next time, wishing you all good thoughts.